Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Guys of a certain age coming to you from some secret studio in some fairly publicly known place, but the sanctum, the sanctorum. That's it. But uh, you know, the guy cave. Something there like you that. go. There you go. Guy, huh? Huh? Yeah, Guys yeah. of a certain cave. Oh man, <laughs> I almost feel like we need to stop and start over again. Oh, no. Robbie Koblenz with a couple of guys. Who's going to say who they are first? Art Shirley, Jay Reed. Oh wow, he got you there, Jay. It's quite all right. He jumped in. So, all right. Well, how are you guys doing today? Doing okay. Glad it's, it's Friday. It's lovely. Yeah, it is Friday. It's a cold Friday. A cold Friday. Coolish, yes. We've had frost this week. Do we, we have frost? Do we actually have frost? Uh, when I came to the office yesterday, uh, I saw frost on our roof. Wow. Huh. A little bit of frost. Oh, we, have, we still have plants inside yeah, in anticipation here. of the frost. I think this is the last day we have to worry about it, right? I think so. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway. I mean, this week. I really yeah. wasn't worried about it, but apparently, <laughs> yeah. apparently, other, apparently. People, other people like their plants. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Stay alive. You had a, a little uh, hour or 30 minutes or whatever of gathering plants and bringing them inside, too, huh? Yeah, didn't take quite that long, you know. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't didn't so, so Bonnie just puts a sheet over ours outside and hopes for the best. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have Actually, to it was probably five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Let's jump into Geeks of the Week. Uh, I think, Jay, you want to go first, but we have some theme music. <laughs> yeah, we have. Y'all, I, I thought I y'all might join in with me. No, no, we're not the musical accompaniment here. That's right. So, all right. Jay, what's your geek? My geek is a newish superhero flick that I watched last night at May have been on Netflix for a couple of weeks. It is a Netflix movie. It's a Netflix original production. Original production called Thunder Force. Hence the theme. Hence the theme. Hence the yeah. theme. Yeah. So it stars, it's got a lot of big names. And Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer are the two primary characters. Um, the whole sort of idea behind it is that I think radiation hit hit the earth back in the early 80s and or some earlier. And... Um, Unfortunately, it set loose some mutant type powers, but only in people who were who were uh, predisposed to being sociopaths. And so, the only people that got the powers were the bad guys. Oh, wow! And they called them the miscreants. And so, uh, Octavia's parents were killed by the miscreants. So she dedicated her life to uh, you know fighting back and finding a way to make normal people into superheroes. Did she dress up? As, did she dress up as a bat? Not as a bat. No, not okay. as a bat. No. Uh, anyway, so fast forward, um, she finds a way to do it, and Melissa McCarthy, in her you know com- comedic stumbling way, falls into it and becomes. Uh, I think her name is the Hammer, and Octavia's is Bingo, which have really nothing to do with their powers. Okay, uh, uh, it's it's got a lot of nods to other things. So like um, Melissa is um, strong, very strong. That strength is kind of her thing, and invisibility is uh, Octavia's thing. So it's kind of like a nod to Fantastic Four. Okay. Uh, but also kind of a nod to mutants because of the whole way that they, you know, the the, right. the odd powers. 
And then Jason Bateman shows up. Yeah, I've seen him in the trailer. He is hilarious. It, he really kind of made it for me. So yeah. it, it's kind of silly, but it's funny too. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would definitely recommend it just for a kind of a lighthearted, uh, kind of chill like, out kind of movie. Kind of like this podcast. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's which funny. Also, and there's which he also barely recommends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually think people should watch Thunder Force. But the other, the other <laughs> nod here, and I'm going to botch this so i probably should get robbie to pronounce it oh um, no, so i can botch it more <laughs> okay i gotcha palm clementif she played mantis in uh guardians galaxy okay Ooh. so she's in it and she's one of the superheroes too so i just thought or she's one of the miscreants actually wow. so it's kind of funny how the uh, again someone not not exactly crosses uh universes but in a way kind of crosses yeah, universes yeah. from from avengers so to something else. I'm going to change my geek because I just came across one even better. So it doesn't really have a thunder reference in it. But oh, well, bad. great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fortunately, I have nothing planned for the main section of the thing. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. so James Gunn just tweeted out this morning. Um, or was it? Yeah, it was yesterday, yesterday. that he's wrapping up uh, mm-hmm. writing the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, that. OK. Yeah. Yeah. For Disney Plus. OK. Uh, it's written by James Long Elf Gun, the Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah. So and is there going to be a Groot Life Day? I don't know. I am Groot. <laughs> he also tweeted out this may have been earlier in the week that. Everything was done with Suicide Squad. I mean, it's ready to be released. We've still wow. had five months to wait for it, but it's, I mean, they didn't have any additional shooting to do for it. All the CGI's done, music's it, in. It, it, that's, it's. Uh, so that's why he had time to, yeah. He had an extra 30 minutes to knock out this. It's thing. amazing what you can get done when you have a competent director with a good script. Oh, sorry. Jay, yeah. are you not a confident director? I don't know. Like right at me, didn't he? Yeah. Looked right That's at Jay. Right. But, you know. I've never well. claimed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. He so. said, outside of Christopher Nolan, that never happens. Christopher Nolan's really the only one that ever kind of just wraps says, we're done. You know. Yeah, Bane's voice. Ah, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a horrible voiceover. No. I, I can't even do it. I can't anyway. either. I'm so, not going to try. So, well, so Sean Connery, you know, through a vacuum filter. <laughs> or a coffee filter. Oh, maybe even better. Or a coffee and a vacuum filter. Well, Mr. Ri- Coffery. Yeah, Mr. Coffery. My original geek was going to be that uh, Russell Crowe has confirmed his uh, appearance in Thor uh, 4 or Thor Love and Thunder. He's going to be Zeus. Cool. But, so they're bringing in some of the Greek gods as well. Yeah. So I is mean, Zena going to be in there? Is Zena going to do a crossover? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Sorry, boy. He did a whole thing by himself. He really right there. Yeah. We're just going to take watch. it away, Art. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's watch this. This will be a good show. So in 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 Marvel, I mean, obviously you have the Norse gods, right? In in the Marvel comic universe, uh-huh. I don't remember much of the Greek gods. Well, you have Hercules, who's a character in. Uh, in um, the Marvel comics, yeah, but so it, that's Roman. So, but I don't remember any other. No, I don't either. I don't. I don't. Need, I mean, you had Zeus in Wonder Woman, you know, the father of Wonder Woman, but I don't remember anything other than you know, like I said, Hercules was the only one. So they may have had some other ones show up, but you know, he's the only one I remember popping up. Interesting. So, um, the multiverse. Of madness expands beyond the Doctor Strange. And this is in the Thor movie, right? This is yeah, yeah, yeah. Str- okay. yeah. Love and Thunder. Yeah. When Which, does that come out? I don't know. Don't ask details. I don't have 
information for. I think it's uh, 23. I've seen a timeline, but it's hard to keep up. Yeah, I mean, it changes uh, early 22. Right? Yeah. Black Widow's now July or something, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. And they're still hoping it comes out in theaters. Yeah. And which it should at yeah. this point, the way things are I going. I would think so. So, but uh, interesting that Russell Crowe, will he show up and go, are you not entertained? That's going to be the end, end credits thing. <laughs> That's good. Were you not entertained? No. Well, yeah, that ship sailed. So, all right, that's my geek. You've got multiple geeks, right? Multiple geeks. Multiple geeks. We kind of and we kind of stiffed. Art. We had yeah, talked earlier had, in the week. This about, was supposed to be an hour long tribute to the late Felix Sela, who played Tweaky but, on uh, Buck Rogers, which yeah. wrapped forty years ago yesterday. Was it? Yeah. Wow, I yeah. loved Buck Rogers. Yeah. So, bah, bah. I'm sorry. A, it was a great theme song. It was. It was. Yeah. A, I liked the show. It was just fun. Yeah. It was kind of you know. I liked uh, the first season probably better than the second. Gil uh, Gerard, who Gil stayed Gerard. friends with uh, Felix over all the years. They oh, were together at, at conventions and things, and and he was the one that I think tweeted out the announcement. You know that he had passed away, but he was in, and we'll just I'll just make this my geek. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. But he was also cousin It in the Adams family, which right. is not a character from the Charles Adams cartoon, but they added him for the TV show. Uh, he was in Star Wars. He played one of the hang gliding Ewoks. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, which I guess had had no name. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he was that. But um, so Tweaky, cousin It, and Star Wars. But also, he was in Star Trek. He was in the pilot episode of Star Trek as one of the Telosians, the people with the big heads. Really? Yeah. Uh, which was in the cage and then later turned into the only double episode in Star Trek, the original series, which was the Menagerie. But he was uncredited. Because so. the Menagerie, they took the cage footage and did it yeah. as a flashback for Pike for right. whatever it was. It was a. Yeah, he had been remember. in a terrible accident and was confined to a wheelchair, which. For some reason, only had like flashing lights for yes and no. <laughs> I mean, you're in, you know, you've got something that can travel faster than light, but we can't think of any other way for him to communicate other than this <laughs> robot chair that flashes a light. Doot, doot. No, he means no. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was always. You think they will evolve that chair in strange new worlds? I think they will. Yeah, I think they even bring the chair up. Well, I'm sure. Well, well, they did. They, you know, they in in that flash forward, right? That flash forward. That's right. You saw it uh, in um, Discovery. In Discovery, season two, Pike ends up on the Enterprise, and there's a where everybody sees their future type of thing, and yeah. Pike sees himself disfigured in a chair. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to strange with flashing lights <laughs> with flashing lights. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that what what was your other geek? We've got time. other geek was uh, that. I can't remember who confirmed it, but they said Michael Keaton has been confirmed. I'll just give you a movie lineup here. Michael Keaton has been confirmed for The Flash. He's going to play Batman in The Flash. As it stands right this second. As it stands right this second. Now, we'll get back and think, well, that's not true. Michael Keaton said, no, that's not true. But anyway, that's what we've heard. So he's playing playing, uh, Batman in The Flash. Uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt have been confirmed to not be in the Fantastic oh, Four. I'm sorry, Jay. I should I buried the lead there. I should have mm. uh, <laughs> I should have told that a different way. But um, this is interesting. So they're looking at Brandon Ralph. Really? Another thing I just read last night is Emilia Clark from uh-huh. Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Is attached to um, uh, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Yeah. They think she may either be playing Sue Storm or <sighs> Spider Woman. Either would be cool. Wow. But Sue Storm, she would be a great Sue Storm. She would be a great Sue yeah. Storm. I'm kind of hoping for Sue Storm. 
Yeah. And I think Brandon Routh would be cool. I mean, you talk about somebody that's crossed over mm-hmm. different. Because <laughs> not yeah. only, look, we talked about it, not only was Superman and then uh, King to Come Superman, then um, uh, Adam, Ray Palmer in Ray, the thing. But we also left out, uh, he's in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, he is. That's right. Yeah. Is. So, yeah. and uh, and now he'd be in the Marvel Universe as Reed Richards, which I could see him being a good Reed Richards. He's a man for all seasons. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I like Brandon Ralph. Yeah. So. Cool. But and then Alfred Molina confirmed that he is in the next Spider-Man yeah. as Doc Ogg. And his concerns were his concerns were when he was talking to um, oh whoever's directing it. I can't remember. It's the same guy who directed the first two. Sam Raimi. No. no, I'm sorry. That's not, I'm thinking of the first two Spider. Yeah, it, no, the I, guy that directed the first two is a Dickerson. New ones. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He said because his appearance is supposed to happen right at as Doc Ock dies at the end of Spider-Man Two, it's floating, you know, sinking under the water. Yeah. So his concern was, I'm older and I've gained weight, <laughs> and of course, haven't we all? <laughs> um, and and the director's like, did you? See or maybe it was Kevin Feige said, did you see what we did with Michael Douglas and Ant-Man? Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. And I, I rewatched that that intro shield sequence that took place in 1989 from Ant-Man. Yeah. Michael Douglas looked I mean, it's amazing. And Absolutely. we talked about Robert Downey Jr. You know, it's, <laughs> as long as they don't get the folks that did John Luke Picard, or not, not John Luke Picard, what's his real name? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. As a Professor X in uh, one of the X-Men movies where they just kind of look like they taped his whole face back. Yeah, that was early on in the yeah, de-aging right. process. So. Yeah, I'm but, critical, hypercritical. Yeah, but anyway, so there, there's some, some geeks of the week. Sorry that you were disappointed, Jay. Disappointed in what? That Krasinski and... Oh, yeah. Well, he's well, already I mean, I forgotten. Just, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So many names to remember. Yeah. Yeah. And you're writing them all down, right? No. Of course not. So... <laughs> All right. Well, this podcast is usually somewhat of a disaster tech related. We're going to actually talk tech disasters when we come back. It's a brave new world with brave new technology that has bitten us in places we don't want to talk about multiple times. This week has been a testament of that for me. We'll get into that a little bit later, but we're going to talk about tech disasters. So, who wants to go? What's a memorable tech disaster? I mean, we love technology. We can't live without it. Sometimes we want to become Amish. Um, so, I mean, Jay, you had the, you in our little text chat. Yes, I have a story. <laughs> okay. Uh, is this a Miss... Tell us Ms. a story, Uncle Jay. <laughs> is this Mrs. Reed approved, or do we need to give a warning to your mom? She's actually somewhat involved in the story. Um, okay. All right, so we lived overseas for a while, and... Um, Prior to with we were, all your pirated DVDs, my pirated uh, no, they weren't DVDs, they were uh, VCDs. Most oh of yeah, that's right, VCDs. That's right. Yeah. So we we had been in the states. My job, um, I had a, I had a personal laptop, and then because of my job, I'd been given like a company laptop, right? So I, you know, in my eagerness to get things set up, not uh, pretty much all I had done in the states is get it, you know, open it, set it up, and then uh, we went back overseas, and I didn't really do anything with it right away. So fast forward to September 11th, and I was on my laptop. September 11th, September 11th, the September 11th, yeah. 11th uh-huh. yes. 2001. So I was, I had my laptop on the floor. I was just sitting, sitting on the floor doing something, and um, my mom calls and says, "Are you watching the news? Are you aware of what's going on?" And we really weren't because not only we had just moved to this house, so I hadn't we had had a satellite dish for TV, and I had not set that up yet, so I wasn't watching the news. Um, 
anyway, so we started, um, you know, I started Googling, looking for information yeah. and, uh, my wife comes in and she, she's looking at, she has a glass of iced tea with her. She sets it down on the floor next to the laptop and in the process of, uh, watching the news, the iced tea got bumped and most of it poured into the keyboard wow. of my Dell. And that's and you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. It pretty much, you know, the screen kind of melted, and that was the end of that. Did so. it really melt? No, Just but it kind of looked like it. Yeah, yeah the, oh, the screen looked. It, it was a bad scene. So I thought, well, I have another laptop now. I will go plug it in, and we'll we'll go watch on this. So I go to the laptop, and there, I can't remember the sequence, but you know, whatever order you're supposed to plug things in. And I'm living in a country where the electricity is is sketchy uh, 220 also yeah. so you have to have <clears throat> really the adapters okay. and all that and most you laptops are set up for yeah. that but um i plugged it in the wrong way and i uh, turned it on and i plugged it in and heard a pop oh no <laughs> so laptop number two wow <laughs> you know that one actually came back later but um the first one i barely i, I had a friend who was able to re- pull some of the stuff off the hard drive later but the laptop never really recovered. Oh man! Uh, but he was able to pull out the hard drive and get me some of the stuff. But, but yeah. So then I I dashed to the roof and set up my satellite real quick so that at least we could watch CNN. Um, I don't know. I'm going to allow you to have drinks in here anymore. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. I've been very careful because of that reason. <laughs> <laughs> and we keep him as far away from the technology as possible. That's, a, that's a Art's looking idea. around. How I close is looking. he? I was just saying all the other cups are in here. Yeah. 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 Oh, but well, I usually have a top on mine. Yeah. I don't today, but I'm, yeah. I'm far away from everything. But that was, I mean, that's a very memorable moment. I, anytime uh, ice tea gets near uh, anything and, electric, I've... And we're not talking about the wrapper, ice tea. No, if he, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> the southern drink of choice the southern drink of choice yeah. so that's that's i mean that's 9-11 has a lot of you know where were you when you yeah. heard it well uh-huh. that you know just adds an extra dimension wow to my story you toast it two laptops pretty much within within an hour, hour. Yeah. yeah within wow. an hour or wow. less wow okay uh, yeah that's pretty bad that's technology pretty bad. disasters what about you arts well I'll get, I've got, I'm going to tell two stories. One thing that I've got is, you know, um, always try to be very diligent in backing things up. Oh yeah. It seems like, it seems like no matter what you end up with something that didn't quite make the backup. That's right. And so, um, had a hard drive fail, you know, went to the backup, started looking for stuff and I realized where's all my, Files I had, what in particular what I was looking for was uh, the Jack Quasar comic book that I'd done. You know, there was uh, forty-eight pages of drawings and all this kind of stuff. And uh, Jay's dropping something into the computer equipment as we speak. Oh, and um, I couldn't find it. And I go and look at my settings on my uh, backup software I'm using, and instead of saying make sure you back this drive up, oh, no. it was you know exclude this drive from the thing. What were you using? Uh, let's see. I think at that point, Jay, if you've got someplace else you need to be, <laughs> yeah, you know, if we're keeping you from something you got to do, I mean, you, you go right ahead. Yeah. Your part of the show is yeah, over with. That's right. But yeah. we do appreciate the respect that you've always shown us. But... <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Drop a pin and man, yeah, that's what happens. Where you grenade, use... grenade goes off. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> pull a pin, but go ahead. Yeah, pull a pin. Yeah. Pull a pin. Pull a pin. Yeah. Pull a pin. So what were you? What were you? The using? other part was uh, I was using retrospect. Retrospect, like yeah, yeah. Which, which is a long time. Used to be, used to be the 
you know, thing of choice or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, the other thing I have is a, a fluid that was in a uh, uh, a computer that make, uh, that ruined it. And when I was working at Brian Foods, a lot of times, you know, I kind of became the default IT guy for a lot of stuff. So uh, a woman I worked with brought her computer from home in to see if I could take a look at <laughs> of course. it. You may have heard this story before. I don't know, but I've had this happen yeah. to me. Yeah. Could, could bring it in. And, and so... It was, uh, I think it was a 2SI or 2CI or something like that. So, a Mac 2CI. A Mac 2CI. So I pulled the, the cover off of it. You could take the whole thing apart at that point in time yeah. and really do a lot of stuff with it. Pull the cover off of it and I'm just hit with this overwhelming smell. I said, oh my gosh, what happened? And they said, uh, we, th- we think the iguana peed in it. <laughs> no. Uh, and I said, "Yeah, there's not going to be a whole lot I can do." You with, win with the story. iguana urine. <laughs> they had an iguana that liked to get on top of the computer because of the heat, you know, the warmth of the computer, like a hot rocker. And something. at some point, you know, just kind of woke up and realized he was, you know, going to the bathroom in the two wow. ci. Wow! And uh, it, but it was just an awful smell, and it, you know, so it all cooked in. So, there. so he did number one and number two ci. Uh, oh, so I, yeah! I was trying to think of a way to work that in. Yeah, too. he went number one and number two. Uh, wow. But uh, yeah, so so that was kind of like, well, uh, you know, even if I could get in here to fix it, I don't really want to do anything. <laughs> and of course, the whole motherboard was gone. But you went know, a whole lot we do. So anyway. Wow. So, CJ, I wanted to make sure you were paying attention for that story. (laughs) That's right. So, do you find yourself as the tech support guy in your family? I mean, I'm I'm talking to Art. I don't know. Jay, do you get that sometimes? I mean, family. When it's just me and Melissa, yeah, but uh, Jacob is the guy to go to, and yeah. and then Lauren, and then me later. Yeah, it depends on the situation, it depends yeah. on the problem. Mine's family, church, anybody that oh, hey, can you come help me work on this? You know, you work on computers, and I'm like, yeah, but I go to the toilet every day too, but you don't want me fixing your plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm writing that down. I'm glad I got my pen back because I'm gonna write that down. Oh wow. Yeah, wow. That's you know, I I I find myself. Yeah, I'm the well, te- yeah, I'm the tech support guy. Yeah, you know, even for my kids. Yeah, I mean, I'm the tech support guy. When they can't get into something, usually they bring it to dad to to try yeah. to figure it out. More times than not, I do. And they get. It, it's funny through the years, I've made my wife and friends just infuriating infuriated because they'll be working on something and they can't get it to work. They can't get it to work. They can't get it to work. I walk right up, touch it. Perfect. Yeah. I swear I was doing something the whole time. And it's like, ah, it's not doing it now. I really can't problem solve for you. But, yeah. You know, yeah. But you know, fonds. Yeah. It's, it's that sort of thing, you know, where you're kind of stuck at, folks get stuck at a, at a roadblock and you know exactly how to get around. Right. And then you get, you get caught with the burden of the world of having to solve everybody's tech support uh-huh. problems. And a, a lot of it comes from, you know, I know in your case it does because where we are, it's easier to become your own tech support Absolutely. person than to try to get somebody here because there's just not really, there used to be more people available. There's not as much anymore. Uh, you can take it in somewhere, but then you got your computer gone for, for weeks so you have to try to fix what you can. Plus, it's a lot cheaper. And then with the availability of, of YouTube and various yeah, forums right. online, you can fix almost anything. The problem is now so many of, like if you're using the Mac platform especially, it's all 
locked out and you can't get in there anymore to yeah. do uh, hardware kind of fixes. Now, there's still software things you can do, but anyway. Well, I used to be able to tell folks, um, yeah, I don't work on PCs. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. a Mac guy. Me too. I'd still do that. But the problem is I've built enough PCs and that's gotten out mm-hmm. that, you know, and then uh, as the applification of America has happened, everybody's mm-hmm. got a Mac now. You know, yeah. whereas 20 years ago, it was only like 3% of America. And yeah. people don't, it's, you know, it, if they're casual users and they just have it, you know, for Facebook and for the internet, they don't really get that there's a difference between a Mac and a PC. And, and there can be a really big difference yeah. in some things. I mean, yeah. you know, just the way you, you access files, you know, that are settings and things are, are completely different. Well, I had a huge tech disaster this week, and most times tech disasters are self-inflicted, right? Yes. So you spill tea, you drop a phone, you put your iguana, you let your or your iguana, you let your your iguana roam. I'm hoping it was the iguana. Now that you mentioned that. They threw the iguana under the bus, probably. Oh, my gosh. Poor, poor Iggy. Poor yeah. Iggy. Well, we had a pretty massive uh, tech problem here at the office. Art and I had lunch yesterday, so I kind of filled him in on it. Um, you can thank me for that, Jake. No, <laughs> no, he actually was in good spirits. Yeah, I tell you what, it was, it's been a brutal week. So I want to apologize to most IT people that I've ever made fun of. Most of them, not all of them, and rolled my eyes at their draconian security measures. We got hacked this week at the studio, and our primary uh, our primary hard drive server system, an NAS, by a company called QNAP. Um, there was a vulnerability on a backdoor. Apparently, we're still kind of in the opening days of this, and QNAP has not come out and said anything. But um, we the the server got hacked through we think a piece of software in the operating system and uh qnap their their os it's a really nice os but there there are a lot of add-on pieces of software for backup and for remote access and whatnot um and every file on that 24 terabyte server under 20 megs got encrypted with a seven zip encryption that is a, a common commercial encryption but they, all the files were locked, and the demand was they wanted us to BitTorrent. A, we'll go onto a torrent site and um, send them a partial Bitcoin to get the key to unlock every file. So what does that work out into real money? It was probably, well, if you look at it today, it's more like you know, three or 400 bucks. Yeah. But uh, when it happened, it was probably 600. I think it was 0.01. I originally thought it was 0.1. It was 0.01. Yeah. So not much, but you would have to go into every file yeah. and unzip it, each individual file. There's not a bulk unzip function. Mm-hmm. And so we... I made the decision we're going to mitigate and we're not going to pay. And so we closed the holes. We took the machine off the uh, internet and uh, we are kind of picking up the pieces. It's been kind of a brutal week. We've got some work we're going to have to recreate. We've got some stuff that was perfectly fine. So, um, you know, ouch. You were able to get back into stuff or is that well so again? everything that was 20 megs or above jay we were able we're, we were huh? jay did it i think it, <laughs> i think it was jay uh, yeah i don't even know what a bit torrent is so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no well it was a torrent not a well there is a bit torrent but anyway um so every file is 20 megs does that or above. help it, it doesn't help it doesn't uh, help jay doesn't help me one either. half of a bit moji and i'll turn your uh, files back on 
Wow. Uh, so That's the extent of my yeah bit knowledge. Yeah. So we had a lot of those files backed up offline on hard drives sitting on the shelves. Mm-hmm. So they weren't the only source of the footage. If it had been the only source of the footage, we would have been scared, capital screwed. That's when he was going to be throwing a match into the thing and walking away. <laughs> yeah. It explode like. Uh, yeah. So, but. So anyway, in all seriousness, we had a backup. We have a backup strategy. Yeah. Our backup strategy is 11 o'clock at night. We made a copy of everything on that system on a secondary system. The problem was that incursion happened approximately 5.30 or so, 5.30 p.m. And I do my backups about 11 o'clock. And so we made a backup of the encrypted files. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a rolling backup where we had backups from the day before um, because that's, we don't have the space for it. We're talking about a lot of data. Right. So um, I was prepared for a catas- catastrophic event of losing hard drives and having hardware failures and being able to get back up and running fairly quick from your backup from my backup uh-huh. but in this case the the disastrous event came in in a different vector in a different way and kind of royally set us back a little bit of time so wow. are you back up now uh yeah i know you for, have to rebuild some projects from yeah we're, we're we're functional at this point yeah. so um we didn't lose anybody's work nothing got taken off there's nothing mm-hmm. proprietary um, we've just got to rebuild some project files in Premiere Pro, which yeah. is not that difficult to do. And fortunately, it happened when we were kind of at a lull. We only had a few active projects, but uh, it's taken, it's probably taken 72 hours to do this. Mm. So, but uh, anyway, yeah. So as, as devices get more complex at home and everybody's wired and you have faster service, um, you know, I've got I've got gigabit Ethernet coming into the house. I mean, Jay, you've got you've got C Spire fiber as well. Right. Do you have fiber? You've got is it fiber? No, it's not fiber. But it's still it's still fast, fast yeah. connection. Mm-hmm. So all the security holes in your network, you know, man, it's just it's a cautionary tale. You yeah, that's to- what you know. When you told us that the other day, I was like, oh man, what do I need to do to <laughs> go back and bolster my security stuff because you know it's that's what you know you do what you you know what you're advised to do but that's the thing they they know to break into yeah so. well and um you can't cut all Jay's the holes being off. awfully quiet i really think he maybe have done it yeah. i'm just thinking about the what, same thing do i have any security <laughs> yeah i know it's gonna do you have a smart thermostat a what a yes, smart thermostat i do no and yeah. that's a source of not. that right. can be a source of of entry mm-hmm. um do you have Alexa or Google? Or, have Alexa. Yeah. That can be a source of entry. And you have a wireless in, printer. I do, but I don't ever use it. Doesn't matter. It's probably but. turned it on. It's probably the wireless The uh, wireless capabilities are probably turned on. That's And I've got smart plugs, you know, yeah. uh, security cameras that are wireless. Should we be saying all this? <laughs> <laughs> and and Art, I am Jay Reed. I, my name is Jay Reed. <laughs> and Art's address is... Yeah. My so, IP address is for those who would like to know. When, when you mentioned that, you know this, Jay, this Jay's, Jay's face just. Went I'm telling pale. you, it's scary I'm though, isn't it? Seriously, thinking because we have we have that problem. I'm a, I work in a pharmacy, and you're talking about the the backups. You know, we back up every night, but if something happens, you know, midday before the nightly backup, yeah. then you you know there's a chance you've lost half your day's work, which. 
we've had that happen before. Rarely does it happen. I don't want to scare anybody, but but you can recreate you know a few hours work right. based on the hard copies of the prescriptions and things like that. But but backups are are, are huge, and so even if you not not so much losing or being hacked or whatever, but just if the electricity goes out, so our our work stops. Yeah, uh, I mean it's, it's no longer typewriting labels and right. you know and that kind of stuff. Everything because of the world of insurance and everything else, it's That's you lose what, your internet even. And yeah, you're you're done. For drop, your, drop your pen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. there you go. That's why we're you, down. You know, how many places have we seen? How many businesses have instituted a backup generator? Yeah, um, to to keep you know interruptions from minimize and minimizing interruptions, uh-huh. and then um, you know you used to see satellite dish internet quite a bit as a as a fail safe as well. So, hmm. I man, you know, for data for like at gas stations or places that had to do credit card authorizations, they didn't want to depend on the internet or a dial up. You'd see a small satellite dish on the top of the gas station or yeah. convenience store. And that was for, you know, direct access for card, um, to run credit cards. So, so in, in my case, you know, I had a backup strategy in place, but I copied the corruption. So not only do you need to make a nightly backup, you've got to be able to go back a few days to yeah. get back to a clean viable mm-hmm. copy as well. So, wow. so in general, cause when you first told us about this, I thought, well, you know, what if you, what if you pay, yeah, what's to keep question. them from doing it again the next day? Sure, you know if if you pay, yeah. they're they're going to know that the one of the reasons I didn't pay. Number one, I didn't want to pay the money. Number two, I didn't want to confirm that there was a breach in our shop to the hacker. Right, um, and then, probably doesn't listen to this. Yeah, probably say, doesn't listen. So it's it's a good thing we're not doing this on anything. <laughs> but you know, I, this is a worldwide problem. This yeah, is sure, not just sure. us. I mean, QNAP um, is. I was talking with um, a couple other friends who are QNAP users. And one of them we were speculating is there a class action suit material here against you know? QNAP? Yeah, against yeah. QNAP um, because it was such a massive breach, and there seems to be some some security issues. So it wasn't just you? No, uh, no, all okay. over the world, all over the world. Yeah, yeah, folks. And, and and so what's interesting is I saw um, there was a variant that was targeting of this. It's called Seven Locker. Uh, it's a seven locker ransomware. Uh, there's a variation targeting like uh, Africa and Portugal that was not, they were just locking up the files, but you didn't have to have a key to get into them. It was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's happening in Europe. It's happening all the way around the world. Mm-hmm. And so I've got well, a, an engineer that we hired to help do IT integration of these systems. I talked to him a couple of days ago and he, he set the system up. He had like, you know, 15, 20 um, clients who got locked up. And these are large entertainment production facilities. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about some of their product on this podcast. And yeah. I'm not going to tell you which one it was. But, I mean, some of the entertainment, you know, stuff we talk about was produced on some of these systems. So, yeah, it's a huge deal. So, I never thought that i mean it was kind of luck of the draw two friends of mine who have the uh, similar systems they did not get hit i let them know immediately what happened they unplugged from the internet so mm-hmm. you can't be too safe some of it is is blind luck you know dumb blind stupid luck you were in the wrong place at the wrong time um i still suspect there was a data breach somewhere mm-hmm. um because there's uh, qnap has this cloud 
uh, this, I think it's called my QNAP cloud, whatever, that would allow you to log in remotely to your server. Uh-huh. And I've done that before. So we had that back door open. Obviously, that is closed. Um, so anyway, it, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it, this is going to be, to be interesting. This is not the first time QNAP's experienced this. I've forgotten that there was something similar that happened in Europe last summer. Hmm. Um, I should have heeded the call then. So basically hmm. if your machine doesn't need to be on the internet to function, don't put it on the internet. Wow. Okay. So, and update the, update the firmware on your router. And keep your phones and your iPads and your computers updated with the latest security protocols. What's really bad is when you get to a zero-day type of virus, which I may be using the term incorrectly, but it's something that lies dormant. It gets embedded in. It lies dormant until something happens, and then boom, there it goes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Was that happy or what? This just is a great. Made my weekend. Yeah, I'm that's really right. excited now. I had plans, but now I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be worrying over. It's going to be pouring. I'm going to be on the Googling <laughs> security measures. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We're just going to fry the machine. So let me ask you this just in the whole genre discussion of disasters. Um, when we, in the technology, when we were about to go overseas, we went in late November uh, 99. Uh, a month or so prior to the Y2K. Uh, Y2K. Which now we were going to nothing. Well, that's what I was going to ask. We we went to a place and where there was far less technology being yeah. used. And so we was like, this is the safest place we can be when it comes to Y2K. But did anything actually ever happen? I don't remember hearing anything. I never I heard of it. I never heard of anything. Yeah. And I knew people that were like doing prepping kind of stuff like the, for the zombie apocalypse. Right, right. Thing, yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, and we were, you know, uh, at work, you know, it was like, well, we need to make sure all this stuff is ready and everything's backed up and all kind of stuff. And everybody, I, I don't know that anybody that I worked with was really much more than just, you know, cautious about it. I don't think anybody really felt like this is going to be the end of the world, mm-hmm. like some people were saying. Right. Planes are going to be falling out of the air. But uh, they did say, just make sure everything's backed up and, you know, we're good to go when mm-hmm. we get back from uh, the New Year's right. Eve day being off. That's curious. And then I've, I read a book, and I think we may have mentioned this before, um, you know, a novel about a big EMP that basically, you know, blew out all anything, you know, computerized. And the, car, the only cars that worked were the cars prior to, you know, yeah, having electronic yeah. components in them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what's the likelihood of that? happening i mean we're getting into real i mean is that going too much into preppers <laughs> those that's another episode and so that's things uh, that have been yeah. coming through my mind this week if you brought up this happy topic and that's going to do it for this week's episode we want you to go to our sister prepper channel <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh who knows but i mean I, yeah. it was just it was scary to read that it was a great book which I don't remember the title of, but it was... It was uh, so good, he can't remember. That's right. It yeah. terrified him, so... But, um, well, that's my my little bit of advice. Make sure everything's updated with security, and if it doesn't need to be on the net, get it off the net, so... And get an old car. And get an old car, <laughs> which I'm sure Jay's got three in his backyard <laughs> that he's collected, and it's probably still in the original wrapping, you know? Hey. There you go. Let's so. pack. All right, guys, thanks for joining us, and if we survive the uh, tech apocalypse of editing the show, we will see you next time.